Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Stick to, Stick to Position podcast. Um, my name is Nayef. I'm here with Ronnie and Danny. And we're going to do some post-Champions League um, post-Champions League podcast here. And we're going to go and order the games. Uh, you know, on Tuesday, there was um, Dortmund versus Manchester City and Real Madrid versus Liverpool. And uh, come on. Come on, guys. You you guys want to say something about... I will open the floor and I'll have you guys kind of say, which game did you guys watch on Tuesday? I watched... Uh, thanks, Sarah. Sure. I, so, since I follow Bundesliga, I, I felt it was my duty to, to watch the Dortmund match and uh, watch Dortmund when they faced off against Manchester City. It, it was an interesting one. Um, uh, I... I felt as if Manchester City dominated most of the game, and but Dortmund definitely still definitely had its chances. Um, the, the, there was some. Uh, I, I think the most um, the, the most interesting call of the game. Should I, I'm going to put it that way. Was when a clear goal scoring opportunity for Dortmund was uh, interrupted by some not so good refereeing. I. I don't know if you saw that in the highlights. But yeah, I saw that in the highlights. That was just terrible. Like it yeah, was all it was over Twitter. Dortmund chance on goal, um, and it, it passed Ederson, but it, it was it was flagged as a foul. I don't know what what that was about. Uh, apparently, like they said, because uh, what's his name, Eder? Uh, I forgot the name of the keeper of Manchester City. Ederson. 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 Yeah. Uh, Ederson. Uh, yeah, he kind of dived. Like he acted like he he lost his foot, and uh, the referee thought that was a foul. But I don't know why. Why do we have VAR? I I, I don't get it. Uh, sure. So, yeah, I mean, like these days, it feels like the refereeing decisions are getting stupider and stupider. And uh, I mean, like VAR is not really helping anything. Like I have well, barely. It's still in its infant stages, you know. Uh, there, there's still so much work. To improve it. I mean, no, but but that was very simple, though. It's like, okay, there was it was not a foul. Just go back to the thing, give the goal. Um, I don't, I don't understand. That that's why the VAR is there. I mean, even if it's an inf- infancy, it's it's very simple to just look at the video, be like, okay, what happened it was not a foul. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, sure. but uh, I guess that was a pretty stand standard forward game. Um. And yeah, I, I don't know. But what do you think, Ronnie? Uh, for the Bayern match, uh, the Bayern match was uh, honestly I thought. Oh no 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 no! Start no. off strong. Oh. No, I was gonna say the Dortmund match. We're gonna we're gonna get to Bayern match. Though. Oh Dortmund! Oh sorry, the Dortmund match. Um, really, I say it was kind of confusing that Pep started Silva as top striker. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I don't know why. There's always been the history of Pep, where he kind of does like weird, funky things in the Champions League runs, especially late in late in the Champions League. He really does. He really does. He always does something a little bit too much, and then next thing you know, City always gets cost. I mean, remember what happened last year? They lost to Lyon. They how about it? Really, it could have been that was their final, so at least be in the final. But. Dorman and general, um, Dorman general, they played good. Honestly, they're not gonna, they're not gonna 
I don't think they're going to win second leg. I don't think they'll – no, I think Sage going to find out what they're going to do. Not necessarily keep it 2-1. But overall, it was a good matchup for uh, Dortmund. Yeah. Right. Dortmund had their moments, and um, I, I really – I thought Marco Royce's goal at the 84th minute was uh, was, uh, was a very good goal. But also Kevin De Bruyne's, Kevin De Bruyne's goal in the 19th minute. I guess the one thing we can actually go for, for I mean, one thing that's going for Dortmund is that they have an away goal. You never know. Away goals sometimes just just helps you. But 2-1 against Manchester. Man City is going to go to Dortmund, probably going to just keep the pressure on, and they're going to probably get the win. Now let's talk about – we'll get to Bayern. Let's talk about Real Madrid. Uh, there was a, it was a big win. I would say um, I did not expect Real Madrid to win. Uh Against Liverpool, I thought it was going to be a draw because a we don't we don't have Ramos. B, Varane got COVID that morning, so right away Real Madrid had to adjust or whatever game plan Zidane was going to go to. He had to adjust it right away on the fly that morning. So obviously, mm-hmm. like you know, Zidane did not make uh, obviously like they don't make the game plan that morning. They make the game plan at least like a week ahead. So I felt like that was really, really uh, difficult for Real Madrid to be like, okay, we have we have no defense. And all the defense like we have is Nacho, who has been really good, but also he's not the center, the, the A center back. B, uh, we have Militao, who does not play that much. He's really young too. So... It was a challenge, and I was legitimately scared because you had Salah, Mane. I thought they were going to run riots. But when the game started and the way Real Madrid was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, I just felt that they wanted this more than Liverpool did, and they actually played well. Real Madrid tactically played so good the first 45 minutes. The goal from the closest ball to Vinicius was amazing. Like He just picked him out over the top, got the goal. And the second goal was like Trent, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold just, uh, you know, he decided yeah. to play for Real Madrid that day. As uh-huh. given it says. <laughs> a wonderful game. Um, tactically, like you said, Liverpool had a terrible, terrible defensive game uh, tactically. And it, yeah. I mean, it was clear, especially in the way that, uh, you know, Trent uh, Alexander-Arnold uh, played. <laughs> It, 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 it was just it was just a terrible terrible day for him. Um, yeah. He just gave like the ball to Asensio in that second goal. Yeah, the Asensio, it, it the Asensio chip. The but that huh? Asensio chip was good. Like the way he just kind of chipped Allison and kind of carried that out. I thought yeah. that was kind of ballsy to do. Like I mean, you got so you got to have some balls to be like on the Champions League floor uh, and chipping like that to a goalkeeper like Allison. But let's be, let's not let's not get around. Allison is not a shit keeper. He's a pretty good keeper, mm-hmm. you know. But one thing, like, so 3-1 victory for Real Madrid, I think, was really good. And post-match, what pissed me off was Jurgen Klopp said that, oh, uh, apparently the stadium is it's not like a regular stadium. Well, the stadium itself is bigger than Anfield, like the pitch, you know, not the not the stands. Nobody – you don't play where – you know, the, the pitch is what it matters. The pitch itself of that ground – is bigger than Anfield. I don't know what he was complaining about. That guy always has excuses. He just cannot agree the fact that 
uh, Zidane just outclassed him on the day. Or Liverpool's gonna be like, oh, we also like they had injuries too. I get it, but so did we. And one of our injuries came that morning. So you have literally no excuse. Your team just not did not show up that day. And I don't know that that kind of that kind of pissed me has, off. has a lot of the defensive missing pieces. Uh, they uh, do. Uh, Utentries. No, of but course. But yeah, Pop does have an excuse. Whenever, whenever Liverpool loses, he does tend to have an excuse to blaming the wind, yeah. to, to the type of pitch, you know. Uh, well, if you, I, uh, well, if if you if you go by like Klopp's, you know, whatever injuries, Real Madrid has injuries, more injuries than, uh, well, pretty similar injuries like Liverpool. But I know few people, um, not few people, but I know like few pundits when I watched an ESPN FC, they were like, oh, they will take the Liverpool midfield over Real Madrid midfield any day. I was like, that you have to be joking to take Wijnaldum, uh, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, and Thiago over Kroos, Modric, Casemiro. Kroos, Modric, Casemiro, that midfield, even though they're old, that midfield can turn it up. Like, their experiences come through. It's just the way it is. Like, you have, think about it. There's no leaders. There's no Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos is like Lewandowski of Bayern Munich. Without, without that man, the Real Madrid team kind of just sometimes don't know what to do. But now I feel like Benzema stepped up. He didn't score a goal. He didn't do nothing. But he was. He, I thought he was very captainish in that game. He was pushing. He was pushing. He was coming back. Uh, he was trying to create goals. The, 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 the third goal that came was because of Benzema found Modric in a tight space and then the goal happened. So all these things kind of shows you that to me, I'm not saying that the, what's going to happen in Anfield. I, I think Anfield is going to be a tough, tough road, but it's going to be hard. Anfield, it's not going to be easy for, it's not going to be easy for Real Madrid to just win at Anfield. But I think that it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be one of those games where it, it could go either way. I don't know. It could go either way. I don't know. What do you think, Danny? What do you think is going to happen in Anfield? The second leg? I, I, I don't know. Uh, like you said, it, it, it can go either way. But I, I do want to point out that Vinicius has uh, really shown uh, how, how good of a player, you know, he's still a young player, but he's shown a lot of potential in that in that match. Um, that, he, he, you know, he solidified himself as a good purchase for for Real Madrid because he, he, he was pretty expensive for a young player, unproven, yeah. I would say, and it was, a, it was it was a big gamble for for Real Madrid. But he's really proving his is proving his worth. I mean, um, he's only twenty yeah. years old. You, he's only twenty. You gotta give him like you know, like I would say two three years. If he polishes his game, I think he can be something. You know, I mean, he's a 20, 20, just just like you know, like other players like Alfonso Davies and stuff like that. You know, they're they're still young. You know, but now I guess I guess for real. Now that we talked enough about Real Madrid, Liverpool, let's go to Bayern Munich game. Uh, I actually watched that one. One one, one final comment um, that we we didn't really discuss the Man City and Dortmund match was was but Phil Foden is a fantastic fantastic youngster on the Man City squad. And um, I'm looking forward to see seeing him play, you know, uh, in the future as well. I, I feel like you have a, a lot of incoming youngsters like Phil Foden, Vinicius, uh, Alfonso Davies, um, Erling Haaland, you know, 
So it's it's uh and you forgot Mbappe, bro. Mbappe, yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're about to speak of we're we're about to discuss Mbappe. And I know today's shock uh shock game was the uh Bayern Munich uh Paris Saint Germain match, um, which uh, of course I, I you and I watched uh it was quite a goal fest. Both teams, I don't think, particularly strong defensively. But, wow. I mean, if you take a look at the stats, it was, uh, I think, buying 60% possession with most of the shots and most of the tacti- tactical play. But if you look at the scoreline, it does not reflect that whatsoever. It is a 3-2 win for uh, in, in favor of PSG. And a lot, most of those goals, actually, all of those goals, all of those goals, three Three goals with only four shots on target for PSG. Um, all of them coming from really sharp, clean counterattacks. PSG absorbed the Bayern attacks. They were happy at, uh, to let Bayern attack and attack and attack. Um, and once they uh, got the ball, they quickly tried to get it out to Neymar or Mbappe. And, uh, well, you know, Mbappe scored two. And, um, uh Who's that Brazilian? Uh, uh, Marquinhos. 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 Yeah. Or yeah. the the other one. Um, yeah, and that that pretty much sums up uh, that match. Three three away goals at, at the Allianz Arena. That's uh, that's 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 going to be helpful for for PSG in the second leg. And let me remind you, that's the first time uh, Bayern has suffered a defeat at at the Allianz Arena since uh, uh, 2019. Yeah, on March, right? March of 2019. Yeah. But see, for me, that game was, I felt like once PSG scored the first goal, I felt that Bayern got, Bayern was like, okay, we're just going to do what we're going to do. We're going to have our, it doesn't matter if we get scored, we're just going to try to outscore them. Like they always try to do, right? Like that's one thing that I feel like last season, Bayern Munich, I would say that tactic worked, you know, have the high line, keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pressing. You, you're going to eventually get the goal. Right. So that's what Bayern have been doing lately with their teams, with their games, which, which is their tactic, which works, you know, which worked. They won six trophies with it. It was perfect. But I feel like once every tactic or everything has its time, just like the streak, Right, that you guys had the streak of not losing for a while. Everything has its time, and that I felt that after that first goal, if there was a after that first goal, I wish Hansi Flick would have take a step back and be like, okay, let me actually rethink this because these guys are gonna do it. When it happened the second time, I was like, come on, come on, you can't be doing the same thing. Then they got two goals, which was like they were attacking so much they got the two goals. And they, they cut it out. But then again, it was the same thing. You cannot keep up with a high line against a player like Mbappe, Neymar, Di Maria, who are fast. And Zule had a terrible game. He even, he just, uh, Hansi Flick just took him off and put on Botang. And I feel like Botang, he was okay, but he gave away that goal. He, he did not defend Mbappe at all. Mbappe he, just like. That, that final goal. Yeah. Um, I think he, he was, uh, you know, he he was worried about giving away a, a foul in the penalty box, you know, giving away a penalty. But yeah, he he did absolutely nothing to. I mean, to dude, stop him, by the way. Uh, um, 
I, I would take a penalty at that position over over that because the re- only the reason is because at that time if you're gonna open your legs and Nuer was not having the best of the days today you know he had I feel like this was one of Nuer's pretty bad games you know I, I haven't seen the him first this goal, bad. he he thought yeah. Mbappe was going to the in the bottom left so he, he, he should have just stayed because he, he, he just should have stayed so like he he was not having yeah. a good game, but but you never know. I feel like a, a penalty situation. Would I take Nuer as a keeper to save it? Yeah. What like you know, and like is that's the thing. Like you sometimes you just gotta trust your keeper in that situation. That way it was. Uh, I felt like a penalty penalty would have could have could have kept the two two. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Rob Lewandowski. You you can feel it. And that's the point. Yeah. That, that's that's the point that I want to take it to Paris for the second leg, is that for in Paris, you cannot play that high line, like that high. Like think about it. Uh, uh, I don't know what's going on with Goretzka. I don't know if he's injured or he was he was taken out for tactical purposes. I I don't know. Uh, switching him out for Alfonso Davies was a weird choice because I I would have assumed the defender would have gone out. You know. Um, Goretzka had a fantastic game over the weekend, um, scoring against Leipzig in the in the new Der Klasker. But uh, yeah, but but yeah, that's um, that was a weird weird tactical choice. But I felt there's no chemistry between um, Eric Maxim Chupomoteng and uh, Kingsley Coman and uh, Leroy Zane. I think that you have a strong chemistry between uh, Gnabry and uh, Lewandowski. You know, they, they play almost every match together. And then, you know, Zane and uh, Com- oh, Coman, Coman. I, 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 but I, I feel like some play- like Zane is still adjusting to Bayern Munich. Um, I don't think it's particularly great. Um, who, who, Leroy Zane? Yeah, I, that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, I, I, I think that <laughs> Zane has... You know, I've been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt over the past couple of months, but he's still adjusting to Bayern. And um, well, he did he did have an ACL injury, so it's gonna an ACL injury is kind of like yeah, it, it's yeah, it's not well, the best, it's not the best. But so now let's get to the Chelsea game. I did not watch the Chelsea game, but um, now that we uh, so for the second leg before for the second leg before we get to Chelsea game because you know we I, I don't think only Ronnie watched. So I wouldn't really be able to talk about it. I didn't neither have you because you're probably glued into the Bayern PSG match. Um, so for the Dortmund, uh, Dortmund Man City, you guys say Dortmund uh, Man City goes through. Prediction. I say Man City goes through. I feel Dortmund. Honestly, I'm honestly I'm more surprised that they're still here, especially through their performance in Bundesliga the past couple years. Like I said. They've been doing good overall, but like right now, I like I spoke to you before the podcast. Holland is playing with his future team, looking at his future players. Like you know, hey, I mean, I know I'm doing good by myself, you know, riding the ship with Dortmund, but right now these guys, De Bruyne, Silva, those other guys, I know I could definitely get some great service, even better down in uh, in the city. I mean, he's he's gonna kill it in Premier League. He's gonna kill it in Premier League. I think Man City will go through uh, an aggregate score of 3-2. Oh, you, you even got the scores down. 
<laughs> I, I think it's going to be a draw at Sign- Signa Park. For, for me, I think that Man City will easily go through. I, I don't know. Uh, probably the scoreline is I, I'm, I'm not sure what's going to be scoreline. But honestly, I just think that Dortmund just does not have enough firepower to stop Manchester City's attack. The, their defense is old. Harry, Holland, yeah, and Marco Royce. <laughs> I don't think that they can uh, carry Dortmund through. Yeah, no, like you need in the field. You need some a lot. Uh, for Real Madrid, Liverpool, uh, I say obviously bias will come that Real Madrid goes through. And I think that I don't know what the scoreline will be, but I think that Real Madrid, uh, they're going to be fired up to go to Anfield. Obviously, also, I think Zidane and Real Madrid would probably, if I'm Real Madrid and I'm Zidane, I would take that comment, what Jurgen Klopp said, a little bit to the heart. And be like, you just don't come here and insult our stadium just because you lost. You know, I, 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 thought, I thought that was just uncalled for, like uncalled for, unprofessional, just to just blame it on the state. We'll blame it on the stadium. Let's blame it on the stadium because we lost. So I think that Real Madrid would, and plus Real Madrid has to play uh, Barcelona this weekend. You know, El Clasico is this weekend. So that's also like another mentality where if Real Madrid can win, then Real Madrid will have that hype that, okay, we got, we, we beat Liverpool, we beat Barcelona, we can beat Liverpool again. What's the, the only time for, for huh? a class this weekend? Uh, I think at three o'clock. Yeah, three on, o'clock. Saturday? on Saturday, yeah, yeah. Saturday, three o'clock, El Clasico. I, I think that El Clasico, either way, what happens in El Clasico, lose or win, I think Real Madrid will still be fired up for that game against Liverpool because. This game, the El Clasico, is a lot to carry on because in the El Clasico, this El Clasico match is actually going to decide who's going to win the league because I feel like Atletico Madrid is just going down and down. And now that Suarez Very is close injured, right now. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. And Suarez is injured till like, I think, end of the season. He might be injured till end of the season, if I'm not mistaken, um, because there's no time. They did not give him any time for Suarez to come back. So... I just don't see it. Suarez. I think, yeah, you know, you're saying you're saying Suarez. Um, no, 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 actually, finish your part. They're not coming. Yeah, I'm like, like Suarez. I think Suarez is not gonna. I, I don't, I, him not being in Atletico is a huge miss because he's the only, he's the man that I've been scoring for Atletico Madrid. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah so uh, you were saying, uh, no, yeah, I'm saying like it's very true. Like, let her go. They were, what was it, 19 games undefeated? They yeah. started off the season. They were doing great. But the fire has been – you can see it. Like, the fire in them is, is starting to fall out. And it's not that they're doing bad. It's also the fact of the matter is that Real Madrid and Barcelona have found Cut themselves up. the second half of the season. They found, that, they found themselves. Barcelona hasn't lost in the last how many games or so. But yeah, Messi has been playing better. And it, right now at this point, Please it's man. a whole, it's a holding on kind of – kind of a situation for Atletico Madrid and I don't think they can hold on much longer. Yeah, exactly. Atletico is like, come on, please, one of them drop the ball. Like, either way, tomorrow, like, a Clasico, for me, it's going to, for me, I personally think it's going to decide if Barcelona wins and there's a heavy, heavy chance, heavy, heavy chance that Barcelona's going to win because Barca has nothing to play other than La Liga. Barca has nothing going on. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're already in Copa del Rey final. They have to worry about that. 
But the Champions League, uh, they don't have Champions League. The only thing they have is the league. And if they have, like, they're gonna go, they're gonna go gung ho. And Messi is coming hot, like we said, like we were talking before. Uh, Messi is coming in hot. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a difficult game. But to, to bring it back to the the Liverpool game, what I would, what I, what I believe is that if Real Madrid loses a Clasico, Real Madrid would be even more fired up to play at Anfield and win because they would be like, okay, probably La Liga is gonna be a tough choice. Champions League is something we can go for. So I think they, uh, they would really come hot and heavy in Anfield. And with a 3-1 lead, you know, with a 3-1 lead. And it, 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 might, it might just take Real Madrid one away goal. And, and, and Liverpool has to come out. Liverpool And remember, Liverpool defense is also messed up. So Liverpool has to come out and score. So you're telling me that when they start to push back, Real Madrid can get at least one counter attack to with that defense that Liverpool has you telling me that Vinicius Jr. or especially Karim Benzema and everybody they're not gonna they're not gonna be fishing it will take one another it will take one dink ball from Tony Kroos just to beat all the keepers they beat all the defense defensive players and with experience that these players have I, I honestly believe that Real Madrid is gonna probably go through and then Real Madrid might go through they might lose the game but they'll probably go through yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that Liverpool, mm, at best, might force a draw at Anfield. Um, uh, but I, I don't see the way that Liverpool is currently playing, you know, losing to uh, in the Premier League to Fulham. And um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that I, I don't see them being in form to, you know, in order to beat Real Madrid. Uh, and Real Madrid. Also, also their Anfield form, form right has been pretty bad too. Also, their Anfield form has been pretty bad. They haven't been winning in Anfield. They can't. They can't win a single game in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been pretty rough. <laughs> but yeah. So, so you're going with Real Madrid too, Ronnie? For the for the but, um, um, second leg win. For Madrid, um, well, Jurgen Klopp has a way of coaching and his coaching goes through uh, his press conferences as well and a way of talking to people he did say was uh, that he doesn't believe Liverpool could win it because they don't have fans necessarily in their stadium coming in there so trying to make it in a way make, make, I, I would assume he's trying to tell his own players to kind of like rally them in a way but that's how he always been that's always been his tactic throughout the years but Overall, like I said, this team has uh, been filled with injuries, but overall, in EPL performances, they haven't been there. Salas, Salas is, is still good. Like he's still a solid player, obviously, but the service is not there. Mane is not the same as he usually is. Firmino is not the same as he usually is. It, to me, like it, it was a dang set draw. I believe Madrid wins two zero. Also, one more thing. Hazard is coming back this weekend. Hazard is so he's he's something. All right, he's he's he's, he's something. Yeah, so I, think I, I, mean, I know he, he has like I know there's greatest. nothing to be good about. I know he's not nothing he's, to be proud of to have. Yeah, like Hazard is coming back, it's not gonna make any difference, but Hazard has a reputation of playing against Liverpool and kind of, you know. Turning it up a little bit. Uh, okay. So, okay. So, so it's like, you know, he could just be like, oh, I'm at Anfield. I'm back in the zone again. 
Like, come on, man. Let's go. Let's get this. So is this like a, a segue to the Chelsea match now? Yeah, exactly. That's a good. That's a good, that's a good segue, right? <laughs> yeah, so, Ronnie, do you want to bring us up to speed on the? Uh, we didn't really discuss the Porto Chelsea match, but since you saw it, could you bring us up to speed on it? And you know, uh, could we get your take on on the match? Well, every typical um, analyst out there gives you a. Uh, there's always got to be someone who watches the match in the way where you want to watch this, but I ended up watching the Chelsea match. Uh, it was just a clear 2-0 victory, as expected. Nothing really much came out of it, but overall, just speaking upon uh, Chelsea's performance throughout the whole start of 2021 with the new coach, and like I said, they're seeing like a solid team. Mount scored with a very good uh, – a little selfish for him from scoring today, but he, he scored a solid goal today. I mean, if he and, scored a goal, if, if he scored a goal, then it's not selfish because he actually made the goal. Oh, uh, yeah, he made the goal, but, it, like, it came from a far distance and there was a player who was, like, a much better position to score it. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, great stars always take advantage of the, of the, of the, great, of the great opportunities. So yeah, he took advantage of it, but he's been one of the players in 2021 for Chelsea that have been doing very good. And him starting and showing why he's why he deserves to be in the starting 11. And then Chilwell. Is that how you pronounce his name? Chilwell? Chilwell, mm. I think so. Chilwell, Chilwell probably. Yeah, Chilwell, Chilwell. Yeah, yeah. Chilwell. Chilwell, yeah. He ended up scoring second goal. Um, Porto, in general, they're not leading the league in the Porto League. It's sporting, um, it's sporting leading it. Overall, this match was pretty simple. Like, it was nothing really out of it. Porto didn't really do much to kind of come back or any signs of it. I would love to analyze it much more than it is, but to be honest, even in the future dates, I still feel like Chelsea's gonna win the next game yeah. over. I, I I feel like Chelsea's gonna win too. I think the Juve Porto match was, I'm not gonna say it was a fluke, but Porto just had two really good games, you know, against also Juventus. Juventus Although Juventus just sucked, terrible. Yeah, you yeah Juventus They're not just Juve, Juve. Yeah. Juve's not something yeah. right now. Yeah, Juve. I mean, so I think I think Chelsea's gonna be pretty standard. So now this is this is where the interesting thing comes in because I do want to say that how you so if so we said that Real Madrid is gonna go through. We have said that Chelsea is probably gonna go through, right? Uh, excuse me if there was a burp or something. I think I burped them. Uh, so Real Madrid, if Real Madrid goes through and Chelsea goes through, there'll be Real Madrid versus Chelsea. And that would be a fun semifinal to watch. Now, let's go on the other side. Man City is already through. I'm not already through, but... They're not already through. They're not already through, but, you know, let's... let's... Anything can happen in football, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't still got a chance. But I would say 85%, like, Manchester Our prediction is leaning towards... uh, Man City. Man City. So if we have Real Madrid was a Chelsea semifinal, what would the other semifinal look like, Danny? Manchester City versus who? Well, I, you know me, I. Uh, of course, you're gonna I'm, say Bayern Munich. I, I'm a Bayern fan, but um, it, it's true that Bayern has a knack of coming back um, from defeats and uh, from you know from being goals down. I really think that uh, if Lewandowski is good enough to be back. He, he definitely should play. But I, I do think that Hansi Flick needs to restructure 
Byron defensively. He needs to move that back line back where it's supposed to be, not not by midfield, but you know, actually defending the goal. And he needs to rethink how, uh, his starting eleven. He needs to um, maybe start Alfonso Davies. Uh, Pavard is always great to have on defense. Um, I would love to see uh, David Alaba. Um, he, he needs to really think through defensively what's the best, uh, you know, who, who's best to start in the back four. And also he needs to really consider how he wants his, you know, his midfield and what, what and, and his wingers. But he, he has a lot to consider there. And it's not over for Bayern, even though PSG has three away goals. You know, the aggregate is 3-2 right now. Bayern needs to score goals two. in the second half. Two. Sorry, in the second leg. But again, that's Bayern strong suit, scoring goals. Uh, no, so, I, I, I don't I'm doubt sure. at all. I don't doubt at all that Bayern's going to score. I think Bayern's going to score one or two goals in Paris. They, the thing is that they need to keep it 2-0 to go through. That's the problem here. You know, yeah. that's the problem. You know, they, yeah, Manchester. Somebody go to Manchester. But. <laughs> 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 But, 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 um, but that's, but that's, (laughs) see, see, my problem here is that, like, okay, I don't want PSG, I don't want PSG to go through, and this is because of my selfish reasons. I don't want Mbappe to go through because I want Mbappe to realize that he cannot win the Champions League with PSG and then come to Real Madrid. So (laughs) that's my, that's my very biased, um, biased reason for it. But, yeah. I, my problem with Bayern Munich today was that is what you said was the back line. I feel like when you go to Paris and you're going to play, Bayern Munich needs to also score goals. So Hansi Flick needs to really think about mm-hmm. what he's going to do because he needs to go. I'm not saying he needs to go get go from the beginning, but he also cannot let Paris just play around. You know? Time. Yeah. Yeah, and Paris. We know that Paris can be clinical. They needed only four attempts to score three goals. You know, so they're gonna go like PSG is gonna be like, you know, really thinking about the Champions League because they they have been sucking. So they have been ass in 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 Ligue 1. They they have not been good in Ligue 1, but they have been good in Champions League and in the cup. So am I thinking that? PSG just decided like fuck everything. We're just gonna go gung ho on, on um, on on Champions League. It could be, you know, because uh, how many times are you gonna win the league? Uh, like you know, who, who really who really cares about league? Oh, let's be honest. You know, sorry if a, anybody who's listening to our podcast is a league on fan. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're not. A, you you don't want, you don't even watch league on. Let's be honest. I'm sure we have a lot hey. of uh, Marseille fans here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so much fun out here. So, so much fun. League one's good. I mean, something is respectable. Dude, I haven't watched League on in ages. I used to watch uh, PSG versus Monaco. That too has been pretty lame. Hey, but PSG goes through and they go far. Heck, even if they win it, remember, Lily's right now, they're leading the League one right now. Yeah. So it's respectable. Yeah, no, it, it totally is. It totally is. I mean, 
It's respectful, but like I'm pretty sure PSG is not thinking about winning Liga. I don't think PSG wants to win Liga anymore. I think they're really eyeing for no, Champions yeah. League. That's true. Like they're That's really true. eyeing for Champions League. Like you can tell they don't really care about Liga on the season. Like, they have it very for, bad. Yeah, and, and and they're out for vengeance uh, for last uh, last season's Champions League final. <laughs> yeah, uh, and but and also Bayern's wounded. Bayern also is wounded. We have to also think about Bayern. Byron is missing their main man. Dude, today, the amount of chances they scored, I mean, the amount of chances they created to the, to the, to the shots on target they had was appalling. 31 to only 13, only 12 shots on target, that's not even 50%. You telling me if Lewandowski was at the end of it, you know he would have scored at least two or three more goals. If this game would have been like 4-3 or 5-3. It would have been a different scoreline had uh, Robert correct. Yeah, if if Lewandowski was there, he would have been nicking those goals easily. Like Lewandowski can squeeze in goals, we all know that, and that's what Bayern was missing because there was just so like Bayern dominated the whole game, but there was just nothing at the end. Yeah, and and their back was just um, so. I mean, my prediction. I'm sorry, bro. Danny, I know, but I I think that PSG is not gonna let this let this slip out of their hands, especially in Paris. Letting lead slip to Barcelona, yeah, yeah. Um, Roma. If, if if I'm not mistaken, or is that Bar- or is that uh, Barcelona? No, that's Barcelona. That's Barcelona. Barcelona. Well, PSG only did that with with Barcelona, and, and uh, I thought, PSG well, has let lead slip against no, other clubs they, before. They they did but, they did, but uh. I think it would. I think it would. They also lost to Bayern Munich in the final. That's gonna just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it. That's gonna hit them hard. That's gonna hit them. But you never know. I. I you never know. You never know. You could just Muller can have a crazy fucking game and just score like ten goals out of nowhere because Muller can do some crazy shit too. And he has done some crazy shit. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, it, I'm hoping Lewandowski is back. Uh. By the second leg, you know it's next week, right? What? You know it's next week, right? The second leg is next week. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm hoping you. I, 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 I can believe in miracles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I can wish for miracles. You know, he's 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 uh injured for a month, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, if he. Get some injection, get some steroids in him. <laughs> you know, yeah. comes comes back, but also you don't want him to regress. You know, you don't want him like sometimes injury can. You come in too fast. You play the game, injury. You know what? Like imagine Lam does does come and he's playing, then he gets injured in the middle of the game. That would even piss you off even more. Mm-hmm. Like you I wouldn't mean... want that. One of the clearest examples of you know what, what you're saying is is uh, what we've seen in basketball with Kevin Durant. Yeah, where, with KD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, you, they, I, they rushed him. He came. I remember he was he couldn't step anymore, and you know. Yeah, Steve and, Kerr had no other option. Uh, you know, the Warriors <laughs> were gonna uh, go out, <laughs> so he, you know, he bet on everything on on an injured KD. All right, that's so Ronnie. What do you think? Who's gonna win between Paris and? Uh, Byron in in Paris. Well, well, I'm ha- well, I'm obviously shocked we were mentioning KD in the first place. I don't know, 
Michael Ryan points around here or something like that to you know record our record our podcast. But um, so, listen. Uh, hey, you never know. We'll get, we'll get a basketball fan and he might just be yeah, like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, so it's having that uh PSG. I think PSG is gonna hold on and win there. We call um hold on to the victory. I feel like uh the Bayern music Bayern Munich, wow. Bayern Munich losing uh Lewandowski is a big blow. That is their main source. They pretty much relied on scoring this year, which obviously has shown. And the fact of the matter is, is that I wouldn't say that their defense has gotten worse over time. I just think it comes with with uh, the load of offensive work because they do set up their defense in a way where they want more their, – their, they want their defense in the sides, their left back and right back to be more of, of like crosses instead of more offensive players than defensive players. Yeah. So it's kind of like them shooting themselves in the leg in a way. With them not having Lewandowski in there to be like that juggernaut scorer, which is why they had so many chances. But Navas had a great game today, even though he did a lot of two goals. So, but overall, like I feel like one thing for sure is the rise of Mbappe is going to come through, and I feel like this is where he starts putting his name out there more often than not. And the fact of the matter is that Neymar is out for vengeance. He's tired of these damn injuries coming in there. He's finally healthy again. Let's hope he stays healthy. And, and dude, Mbappe, Mbappe scoring two goals today is just going to give him a boost. Be like, yo, if I can score two goals in Allianz Arena, you know, in, in Parc de Princes, that's my backyard. Like, I want to fucking rule Parc de Princes. Well, Parc de Princes, sorry. Parc de Princes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, I got close game. I feel like it's going to be not a heavy high score like last time. I feel like it's going to be a 2-1 PSG. So, yeah, dude, uh, you know, Danny, you know, we, we love you, man. Guys, I see how it is. <laughs> no, we, we, we love you, man, but we love you, man. But we also want to give you a realistic hope that today's match, it just, it's when you concede three goals, it, it just, you know, there's something going on. Oh. I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to sound the clop here, but uh, I, I, in Munich, it was heavy snow. Uh, very heavy <laughs> snow. All yeah. right, bro. It's like they never played in snow. This is the first time they're playing in snow. <laughs> I mean, come on. Are you serious? The, the stadium was very, you know, snowy. I'm <laughs> um, blaming the stadium. Uh, but yeah, let's we'll see next week whether or not our predictions will come true. Well, whose yeah. predictions will come true? We'll we have an exciting lineup next week. Next Tuesday, we have um, uh, Paris hosting Bayern and uh, Chelsea hosting Porto on Tuesday. Chelsea and uh, Liverpool versus Real Madrid and uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Manchester City. So, I mean, we have a pretty, like, it was a pretty good, um, I would say it was a pretty good, like, pretty good first legs because we kind of saw like clear kind of clear wins you know like uh, it was was pretty it was pretty high high goal scoring uh, games you know like uh there was uh, at least three goals at least two goals in all the matches yeah i i i think in regards to you know chelsea and real madrid yes those those were clear clear winners but then you know Manchester City and, and uh, PSG both won by by a goal, um, you know, uh, you know, 
I want to say there's a clear, clear wins, but like you said, high, high scoring games all around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So um, I guess we'll, we'll leave you guys here with the podcast today. Any last words from you, uh, Ronnie, anything you want to add uh, to, to this? Uh, I mean, you want to give a shout out to your Manchester United tomorrow playing Granada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, playing Granada. Good start for them. I feel it's good. Also, game match to watch this weekend, uh, Juventus versus Napoli. It's the, the, the deciding fate of if Juventus don't win, then that means that they're going to be out, currently out of Champions League position. And that means that Juventus won't go to Champions League, which means that Ronaldo is definitely is, his behind is, is going to stay one year for a non-Champions League team, which means Manchester United might just get lucky in getting a beautiful player coming to their team. So I that's mean, match to watch. The- Wow! If the if wow if that happens if if Juve does not make to the Champions League, and Ronaldo is gonna probably he's, be he's, like, no he's leaving it's guaranteed yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna be like fuck this I'm out of here like I think it was his <laughs> biggest mistake I'm not gonna lie to you bro I th- I think it was his biggest mistake like he's probably looking around in the you in the Porto game he was like uh, where's Kroos where's Modric like where am I wh- where are the balls? Yeah. He has it was good on paper. It was good on paper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Juve lost last weekend to Benvenuto. Who's that? Yeah, they've been on something. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think Ronaldo seems like they he... be Torino. Torino, you know, like the, the, the Turin Derby is not a difficult derby for Juve. And, and they could been... Really? They lost that too? No, they drew two two, but wait, they're playing Napoli next. Are they? Because I see, I see they're they're playing Genovese, Genovese next, Atalanta after that, Parma and Fiorentina. Yeah, I, I don't see Napoli next. Yeah, but. Aside from all that, another thing to kind of throw in there is that uh, now the fact that Inter looks like a team that's going to take the Serie A, have, have you guys seen their jerseys for no, next it year? Di- it, it looks really Inter? bad. No, I haven't seen it yet, no. To search it up. I don't know. What, what, what is that? I thought winning leagues like makes you feel like, you know, top tier. Inter decided to like do something horrendous with their with their jersey this year. Bro, Inter has been doing some horrendous jerseys for a while now. It's been a while. Well, good. The, the blue jersey's been good. The blue jersey's always been good for me. No, Bro, but this jersey, even the blue ones, they 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 put some weird designs and stuff. Like this is like their alternative jersey this year, next year. All right, let me look it up. Hold on, I kind of before before we end the podcast, I kind of want to look it up. Uh, Inter Milan like, uh, next year's jersey. Uh, 2022, right? 2022, right? This thing? Uh, the white one? No, no, no. No, no, it's the Adidas one, right? We're like... Adidas? I thought Inter, I thought Inter was Nike. Oh, no, Leak Nike. Sorry, my bad. What I'm talking about. Leak Nike. Let's see, there's a way. Yeah, they came out with the, uh, the new badge. You seen it? 
No. Oh, oh, I see the new badge. badge. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my God, that badge just looks terrible. Come on. You know yeah. the badge where you see the jersey, the yellow and blue and white. No, but I, mean, I, I, I see, no, I, I don't see it. But okay, truly gold that one. Let me see. I'm gonna put it in the chat for you guys. I'm gonna send it to chat. Damn, bro. They, dude, like, I don't know what's up with Italian teams. Like, just like Juve, they decide, they all decided to just. Oh my but, God. What the hell is that? I don't know what it is with, with Serie A teams destroying a perfectly good crest. Juventus had a great crest and destroyed it with a stupid J. And oh now, now Inter. Oh my God. That ruined the crest, right? Yo, that jersey is terrible. That looks like a car jersey. Like, that looks like a, like, I'm about to go, like, Formula One, bro. NASCAR type of jersey there. What yeah, the that's, a, that? that's their jersey for this year, so. It looks like a modern art piece instead of a jersey. And, what, and that does not, like, sometimes Italians, they need to just keep it chill. Yeah. <laughs> they need to keep it chill with the jerseys and with their logos. But all right, guys. Well, uh, we have an exciting weekend as well to see um, Real Madrid versus uh, Barcelona, El Clasico at home. Uh, you know, if I, I hope Barcelona knows that this is not a proper stadium, like Jurgen Klopp said. So, you know, apparently it's not a proper stadium. I don't know. I, I don't even know what that even means. I don't know. I, I did not know that a player's, uh, uh, a player's football match just, uh, has to depend a lot on the way stadium has to look, <laughs> which was very silly of that. But um, yeah, exciting weekend. Who's Bayern playing this weekend? Uh, they played Leipzig last weekend. Let's see. And Ooh. Ronnie, uh, you you the think Ronnie. it's gonna be an easy easy win for you guys? Um, you know they've been playing hot lately. Yeah, an easy win for them this time around. Like tomorrow against Granada, easy win. Granada, they're gonna have a good. I feel like a weekend's gonna be good. I feel like the fact that Popa has been playing good too. I feel like the chemistry is there for them. And so you're feeling Man United is kind of uh, coming back here. I feel like uh, I feel good in Man United. I still not found Ollie, even though they gave him a contract extension. But you know, I can't hey, complain man. about it. Hey, man. Hope, uh, hope for the best, and you know the return of Ron, uh, return of Ronnie. You know, uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, like we all used to know him as Ronnie. But, uh, well, what happened with Danny? I think we just lost connection with Danny here. I five. Well, it's all right. He's ready to get it off. Yeah. All right. So um, I hope uh, you guys enjoyed our little podcast. Um, have uh, stay, stay safe, everyone. Please listen to Stick to Position on Spotify. And we are on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. And yeah, hope uh, hope you will stay safe. And thank you for listening to Stick the Position. I'm Nayef. And we have Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie says bye. Take care. Take care. And uh, for Danny, I would we both say bye. He had to uh, suddenly leave. Right. But thank you. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. Sorry. Thank you for listening. <laughs>